I want to bring in Michael Zremski, the director of futures at Charles Schwab. He's joining us to, well, take a look at some of the eco data headed our way this morning. Michael, welcome at the bottom of the hour. Existing home sales headed our way. So far, though, the housing numbers this week showing signs that uh, some of the initiatives on behalf of the Fed raising rates have uh, started to impact and slow some of that demand. Good morning, Ben. I think that's exactly right there as well, To Rising interest rates, tightening uh, economic policies here as well to definitely put the housing market uh, in a little bit of a, a little bit of a pain here. I mean, we're, we talked a lot about how, you know, the U.S. economy here is, you know, will we be in a recession or not? Well, I think if you're a, a new home builder there, I think you're definitely kind of moving into a recession there as well, too. And we've seen just the, uh, the plunge there in the National Association of Home Builders Index down to 55 yeah. from June 2020 levels, month. I think. Exactly right. Yeah. And we're talking about, you know, right after the pandemic, there was uh, just raging as well, too. So you can see what levels we're at now. And we're seeing that even with some of the data there as well. Housing starts were down. Building permits were down mm -hmm. month over month again. And even that is kind of hiding the issue there with single family homes. If we took out multifamily housing, which is actually still, I think, the one sector there that is still fairly healthy there as high rents are actually getting a lot of these uh you know, commercial there, uh, investors there to keep them in the multifamily housing there as well. But single family starts are down 8%, building permits down 8%. So that sector is really being hard hit by these rising interest rates as well. In fact, they said about 13% of builders there have started to lower prices on new homes to try to prevent contracts of being uh, unfulfilled there. And even some builders have actually stopped building new houses there because the cost of land, construction costs, rising wages and financing there makes it unprofitable now to continue to build as well too. So we're gonna definitely see, I think a lot more pain there in that new housing sector, especially for single family homes going forward, you know, at least Mike, the next several months. Michael, as you mentioned all of that, I'm thinking to myself, okay, it's one thing if it was just the housing market because it's been hot, not such a big deal, maybe if it cools off a little bit, but we oftentimes talk about the ripple effect, right? I mean, if you're not out buying a new home, you're not necessarily furnishing a new home, you're not buying appliances and, you know, sofas, those bigger ticket items, basically. And again, that's ultimately those tentacles are sort of widespread if we see that, uh, you know, demand and that slowing ultimately happen. Absolutely right there. Yeah, especially the housing market really does extend to several different factors. And you mentioned just a few there as well, not to mention, uh, you know, the people who are involved in the construction there mm -hmm. and all the other mm -hmm. trades that are involved there as well, too. If that market starts to go down there, they start spending less and it just kind of trickles there as well, too, as of course, with the new home buyer as well, too, what they do for the new furnishings, appliances and everything they need to get their home ready to move into as well, too. So, yeah, definitely has a ripple effect going forward there. And I think we'll start to hear some of that there as well, too, as you hear some of the retailers start to report here in the coming uh, few weeks as well, too, with their second quarter earnings. Okay, Michael, in addition to the focus being on housing this week, uh, which we're definitely going to be dialed in on again at the bottom or at the top of the uh, nine o'clock hour, I should say, 10 a.m. Eastern, again, the existing home sales data, but also today some 17 S&P 500 companies reporting. The one thing I've been kind of listening for and uh, kind of uh, trying to keep an ear out for is basically the dollar uh, strength. Is it a mention, a uh, topic of conversation for CEOs' comments? Uh, is it a headwind at this point at these levels? While it has come off some this week, um, talk to us about what stood out to you in terms of uh, quarterly results so far and what we're hearing from companies as far as uh, uh, earnings. 
Well, so far, we had about, what, almost 10% of the S&P report, and about 69% have beaten uh, estimates so far. So, I mean, we, we did have a lot of lower expectations as well, too, Ben. So I'd like to see that been maybe a little bit stronger True so that. far. But you're right there. Yeah, the, the rising dollar has been mentioned many times by uh, CFOs as well, too, as a major headman, especially for those companies there that do a lot of their business international as well. So, and, you know, and that doesn't look like it's going to change anytime soon, especially given that we see the Fed still remain to be very aggressive in rising rates. And we're not sure what the ECB is going to do as yeah. well. I mean, yeah. right now the market's expecting only a 25 basis point increase. I think they should do 50 just to kind of, you know, kind of spark the market there as well, too. And we're even seeing the, you know, that little reprieve we've seen in the uh, the dollar here recently, I, I think that may kind of turn around there, especially if the ECB disappoints and only goes 25 basis points. And we may see that dollar trend once again go higher. And once again, that'll continue to pressure those earnings from overseas. You know, Michael, um, I thought about that a little bit this morning in terms of you mentioned sort of this low bar that's been set. And as far as Netflix, I mean, you, you look at the results here and the stocks rallying here, getting a boost on, well, losing subscribers. But the idea being here that it wasn't as bad as it could have been, I'm thinking to myself, OK, maybe that gives uh, shares a little bit of a lift. But it's not necessarily something to spark really initiative type buying, I would think, at this point. It may be just... Uh, maybe some short covering or a kind of, you know, dabbling, getting your toe wet. But again, it's tough to get excited about uh, disappointing data when you're talking about, again, this low bar and uh, maybe not as bad as it could have been sort of mentality. Exactly right, Benny. Yeah, that may get the market to maybe stabilize there. But like I said, Netflix has really been hammered so far. I mean, yeah. it was a $700 stock. A yeah, few we're looking at the chart well, right too. now. Yeah, exactly right. So, I mean, when you have that kind of decline there, you know, any news that's not the worst case scenario here is going to cause maybe a little bit of a bounce here as well too and that's what we're uh, seeing here this morning and plus also they have some initiatives as well too they're looking for you know and having a platform there that's a lower cost for the uh consumer there but it's going to have some advertising there and try to find some other ways to increase the revenue there and obviously working on the uh, password sharing uh issue there that's really been plaguing them as well too so they are you know kind of taking some steps to kind of kind of change things around as well too but you're right when you lose almost a million subscribers and that's considered good news there then you know it just tells you how far and how fast the expectations for this company has really yeah. fallen there but you know maybe we have found maybe a near-term bottom here a little bit short covering there as the news wasn't worse and you know i, I think that's going to be maybe the theme we're going to see here in the second quarter there where companies may not come out with exactly stellar numbers there but maybe not as bad as uh you know some traders and analysts expect uh netflix as i look at the chart here you mentioned coming off that 700 dollars level basically in a range the gap down uh, in reaction to our uh, last quarter's results the disappointing news and have been holding for the most part below well below 250 but basically below 200 since up above 162 so kind of in a narrow range just testing the upper stream of that right now michael how about a couple of the other names you have your eye on this week well, I think today, especially after the close, I think there's two that are being kind of widely watched. They're obviously Tesla. There is followed sure. by many market participants as well, too. So we'll have to see what Elon Musk uh, can pull out of his hat here uh, for this quarter as well, too, especially given some of, you know, his issues there with the, the Twitter situation. Like, how focused is he actually yeah. on Tesla right now? That's something that I would be uh, – 
kind of involves a shareholder they're really being concerned about as well too plus he's talking about you know the situation there about you know his plants there in the u.s and in europe they're you know hemorrhaging money as he's saying as well too so and with the slowdown in china there did the lockdowns there it's like you know how can he make these numbers look good as well too and at the stock now is really kind of kind of coiling here ben at these lower levels here so you know if we have a number either you know better than expected or worse than expected we could see a, a, probably a breakout there of that stock so i expect possibly a lot of volatility there and tesla and the other one i'm looking at there is a united airlines as well okay. i want to see how their numbers compare to what we heard from uh delta last mm -hmm. week as well too as they expect to be profitable here uh by the end of the year and expected to uh, see a gain there in the third quarter will we see the same thing from united airlines as well too and you know that's one sector there that we're talking about the uh, you know the economy slowing higher prices as well too but will the consumer still have that a uh, wonder loss there and continue to travel here going through the rest of the year all right, these are stocks to keep an eye on, uh, eco data that could move markets here as well, and at the very least will provide us a little bit more insight in terms of uh, housing market, the housing market, I should say, and uh, the strength or and well-being thereof. Mike, always appreciate you joining us. Solid breakdown in terms of uh, the discussion today. Mike Zaremski, the Director of Futures at Charles Schwab.